Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. You are listening to the Pursuit of Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fisher from emilylynnfisher.com. I am at my house sweeping my floor. I just got my ceiling replaced. (laughs) I just got my ceiling replaced. Uh, It was drop tiles, not drop tiles, but like 70s tiles and I took them all down myself and I got them replaced with drywall. Uh, Why you ask? Because the 70s tiles were perfectly fine but they were very 70s. So I've been renovating a house for three years I think which seems like a long time but I mean, it's a pretty big job, and this is where we're going to go with this, because this podcast is called The Pursuit of Excellence. So, I was talking to the drywall guy yesterday about wanting to always move forward, and then sometimes I guess I question, like, am I happy if I always want to move forward? But I was talking recently, a couple months ago, to my real estate agent. And she was saying, yeah, like you have to have something to look forward to in your life. And that is the purpose of life. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's what I think. I think the same thing. And um, yeah, so it just brought it up. I just brought it up again yesterday. Like, am I going to be happy anywhere I go because sometimes I question like and you can probably relate you pick and nitpick things I definitely don't think I nitpick people but you know it's easy to nitpick things especially if you're someone like me that's very sensitive to your environment and I think everyone unless they don't really want to admit it, I think they are sensitive to their environment, to tell you the truth, because I was talking to the house cleaner yesterday, and she's just ready to move, so she'll be moving soon, and she's having a hard time because everything's in boxes at her house, and it's not a very nice environment, you know, not very cozy, hard to be in, which is understandable, and I don't think that for somebody that's like striving to go forward, I don't think that ever ends because that's where I'm at. My stuff isn't in boxes, but it's not perfect yet. And although I know things aren't always perfect, nothing's perfect, environment is important. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm home so much that... I want my environment so nice, but it's like, it's an upgrade. So it's an upgrade that you're doing when you invest in your environment, like replacing the ceiling, which is a big deal. And I mean, you don't have to go that intense and replace your whole ceiling, but it's, it can be as small as a throw pillow. And I mean, that's where I started a throw pillow, like a colorful one. And then that only goes so far because you're kind of just putting a band-aid on. The real issue is like, well, it's not cozy with a tile ceiling because it's just not. Because 
my style now, which could change, is modern. And modern is not a 70s tile ceiling. So the pursuit of excellence. And it's not a bad thing because I think, I don't know, I judge myself sometimes like for striving to be perfect, which I'm not striving to be perfect, but I am striving for excellence. And I think everyone that listens to this podcast has something in them that is honestly striving for something excellent and there's nothing wrong with that it's like it's a good thing it's a good thing to focus on it's good to have goals it's sometimes when we feel unmotivated it's because we don't have a goal because I do know this for sure when you can probably hear the broom in the background when we have big goals the focus is so intense on the big goals that you're not even going to get sidetracked by any little goals or little dramas or like anything because it just doesn't matter because the goal in question in your mind the one you're working on is so big it's like the rest seems insignificant so I do always encourage people to have really big goals because it does just what I said it it's a deterrent from being focused on anything that doesn't matter (laughs) that's the truth so I don't know I guess I want to talk about quickly internet marketing so I will suggest a few other podcasts not that I want to like take you away from my podcast but oh my earphone fell out I want to give you some tangible things and things that I haven't yet talked about. So there's a podcast called Fully Free with Taylor Lee. I just realized that it rhymes, so that's kind of cute. And uh, she talks a lot about money and income and big ticket sales. And I don't know, (laughs) if you're following me, I'm in the online world, but that's not where the majority of my money comes from. And um, so I'm intrigued by the online world and these big ticket sales and not working hard (laughs) for your money. And I get it because I think that is the direction that all people should go in is to not work as hard to get their money because that is kind of a shitty concept to work really hard. And that's what I thought I used to have to do. But... This podcast, she talks about big ticket sales and I am attracted to and have taken quite a few different free courses, paid courses by people who do it online and they don't work hard. I don't know if that's the truth because it's a mental game. So I don't know. And I don't know. Some of the things seem a little bit unbelievable. Like she made this. I saw this one yesterday. It is. Perfect. I pressed a button, but I heard this, saw this, saw this yesterday in an email and a post. Um, I'm going to make up a name. Sarah made $250,000 in 10 minutes after our call or whatever. And it's like, really? (laughs) 
I don't know. So that brings me back to something I hear a lot in ClickFunnels and all over the internet is belief. You have to have a belief, like a big crazy belief. And it's not crazy because what you believe comes true. What you focus on is what you get. So it's not crazy. I say that a lot. (laughs) I should probably stop. But if you want to make money online, I think, this is what I think, I don't know if you follow a system. Because if you're anything like me, you despise systems. But there's part of you that knows they're necessary. But this is the issue I always had in school. They want you to follow the system, especially like when I was in landscape, like I took landscape um, for my first schooling experience, for my first career. Um, They were really like, the bricks have to be just like this and it has to be just like this. And I remember going in and trying something different. So there were bricks and you're supposed to have a border. We designed these bases and then um, we laid bricks on them because they had to, the base has to be perfect anyway. And then we put a border on. So the border is supposed to be a different kind of brick and it's supposed to border and you're supposed to cut it out and do all this jazz. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do a border that was like the same kind of brick, but two different sizes. And it would have been so difficult to cut in, but it would have looked, I can still picture it in my mind. Um, It would have looked amazing, like just unique, something different. And I guess that's kind of what, and this word's been coming up a lot lately for me is trailblazers. And I mean, that's a scary path because people are showing you the right way to get from A to Z to get what you say you want but a trailblazer goes off and does it on their own and that's what I am. And it's a scary path, it's a stubborn path, but it gets done the way that you wanna do it. It's a huge accomplishment and I would say it makes you feel alive because it's boring. See, people that are trailblazers like to they like to figure it out on their own. And some people will call that stupid, silly, um, insane probably because it's like, oh, well, this is the easy way from A to Z. But a trailblazer goes from A to D to Z to, they're all over the place, but they get to the same destination. And sometimes, honestly, it takes them longer, but it's like the accomplishment of doing it they did it their way and it is a stubborn way of being however it works and if that is what's going to make you happy and fulfilled is figuring it out then you figure it out and then oftentimes um then you go after that and just hold on a second um yeah after that I was just looking at something you go and you teach other people or you you duplicate it and then make money off of it. So it's it's just a different way of being. And I was really thinking about this. You 
don't really want to run your business like anyone else because then it's cookie cutter and it's boring. And then that's what people teach is do it just like me. You have to do it just like me. And you don't because not everything's the same. And I know that from renovating and from owning a landscaping business and from doing like pretty much anything, even on my phone or my computer making sales pages, I know that like for for instance, if you're into computers at all, you'll know sometimes even with iPhone and stuff, there'll be glitches and you have to figure out the problem. So sometimes there's a glitch on a software program that I use, but I know if I click twice on here and go through here and copy the link and then put it then I can get to where I want to go. And a lot of people would stop at, it's not working, the click button's not working, and not to say that I haven't <laughs> stopped, and that's brought me to a halt, but um, what I'm saying is there's no clear path from A to Z, or if there is, it's boring. Um, so, yeah, you have to find ways around, and I think there's nothing wrong with bouncing around the alphabet. There's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes that's your system and that's what you have to do and that's why people own businesses because they want to do it the way that they want to do it and it works. <laughs> and that's how people are creative and come up with new things. And new things are sometimes, a lot of the time, they're by mistake or when you got to be in your creative genius zone that's when you come up with the creative ideas and a lot of people don't give themselves the space to even come up with those creative ideas so I just thought of something as I'm looking at my cupboards I'm having a hard time getting in my creative space because I'm not in I'm in a creative space which I keep creating but to make money being creative, you, I don't know, I think what I need is a space that is really creative, clean and crisp and nice and etc. And yeah, that's what, that's what we all need is like a sacred space to be creative because as I'm standing in my kitchen, I'm looking at my cupboards, which I redid all the cupboards myself three years ago. But when they get put back on, and they're really old because they're from the 70s, but they look really great, updated. But there's like spaces, and this cupboard's a little bit too low, and like they're not perfect, let's say. And the guy that's doing the drywall said, oh, well, you just do this and this, and you can adjust them. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I could do that, or I could move and have brand new cupboards, and like, I don't know. If, if I know that these things aren't a worry and like I can come up with other ideas, you know? Sometimes you have to talk to somebody else to come up with those brand new ideas, but it's good to come up with them because like I said, that's how you get creative. That's how new things happen. That's how you blaze trails. That's how things move because a lot of people aren't like that to tell you the truth. They just aren't. And there's nothing wrong with that if that makes them happy. Everyone's different. And my grandfather always said it takes all kinds to make the world. And it does. That's the truth. It takes all kinds to make the world. 
it does. We need all kinds of different people um, for different jobs. And sometimes I would say I've been guilty of wanting to mold people, uh, workers, friends into like, why aren't you just like me? And there is no one just like you, but I think that's when you find like soulmate friends and clients is when you find people that are like you and they relate and you just hit it off. I don't know if those friendships and clients always last, like they seem short lived because sometimes I find it's the person that you least think, like you're like, oh, I don't know. And then they turn out to be the one that you have around you for life kind of thing. That seems to happen a lot. My teacher said that on, I took um, a year long entrepreneur course and he said, when you walk in, that half the class will be gone by January and out of the half of you, which was 11, uh, three will open a business and two will fail in the first five years. And I was the only one that started the business that kept going <laughs> with it for uh, 11 years, almost 12 years. So yeah, with that one particular business. And I did what my teacher said is I turned around and I sold the business. And that's what you should do is get in it to know that that's what you're going to do in the end is sell it. So he also said what I was just talking about. If you walk in like you're going to walk into the class the person you least think you would ever be friends with that's going to be your best friend at the end of the year and I looked around and I saw this girl and I was like I would never be friends with her and I ended up living with her and she was my buddy and we drove to school and we did everything <laughs> everything together um yeah so he was right and I've seen the same pattern repeating throughout my life over and over and over again. So yeah, it's true. So just something to think about. Take care and I'll talk to you soon. And you were just, oh, my earphone fell out again. You were just listening to the Pursuit of Excellence podcast. And you can find me at emilylynnfisher.com. Take care. Talk soon.